Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer with you. The best pizza in the city, still making a great Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca, where the Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. It's old school, big boy pizza. I was just chuckling at the Power Pack commercial you injected. Yeah? Oh, well, I was very uh, excited that you mentioned the Capitals and Ovi. Yeah. And Jack, of course... Wants the, the penguins. Uh, oh, what a surprise. The guy from Western Pennsylvania goes with the penguins. <laughs> what it made me think, what about when Eric Carlson and the Senators come to town? <laughs> By or then, maybe his new team. Yeah, his new team, exactly. <laughs> By the way, at this time, just uh, a shout-out to a former producer of mine uh, who went on to bigger and better things, uh, including doing the play-by-play voice of uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings for a number of years. Uh, Corey Graham is in a bit of a battle right now, and we just uh, want uh, everybody associated with Corey and, and Nicole gang to uh you know wish you the best of luck moving forward uh cory on that front so uh hang in there buddy uh we're gonna bring aboard uh aj jacobic he too a former play-by-play voice of the edmonton oil kings he now works for uh tsn 1200 out of ottawa he's a massive soccer fan we open the show aj we'll get to carlson in a second and i gotta get you to talk about elizabeth taylor as well but uh just, I've, I've, you know, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I've got Columbia and England to get on in the studio here from yesterday. I got mad watching that game. And maybe part of it was because of all the histrionics and theatrics of Neymar the day before. I like soccer, as you know. I'm a way bigger fan than I've let on for a number of years. But I hate guys who simulate on the field. I hate the diving. I hate that stuff. Is it my bourgeoisie sense of uh, North American sport that I don't have an appreciation that if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying? Help me out here, man. So it's the thing, I mean, I'm a huge soccer guy, too, and it's the thing that frustrates me the most uh, as well. And I, I remember 30 years ago, like, England was one of the reasons I cheered for England, and I still don't mind them. But it was easy to cheer for England as, as, I guess, a Canadian hockey fan because they, they kind of played the same way. You, you saw Terry Butcher um, in, in a World Cup qualifier get bloodied, and he, he had so much blood that his, his jersey was red, and he had his head bandaged up, and, and it's, it's a classic picture of Terry Butcher. And that kind of personified what England was all about. I mean, they weren't diving. They were, they were out there playing kind of, blood, sweat, and tears, and, and and it was all there for everybody to see, and, and now it doesn't matter who you watch, and there's there's certain countries that are worse than others, but I mean, England, you, you watch that game against Columbia yesterday, and you see Jordan Henderson diving around, and you see Maguire diving, looking for a penalty, and, and it was, to me, I, I thought that game devolved into where it did, because England was, was trying to do the exact same thing that Columbia was doing, and Columbia was getting frustrated yeah. by it. And, and it eventually uh, uh, became almost a bit of a sideshow. So fortunately, the last 15 minutes or so of, 
of the second half and, and into extra time were a little bit better from that uh, yeah. point of view. But, you know, that, that was uh, with so many good games. The Belgium-Japan game was Unbelievable. kind of the opposite, right? I mean, yeah. no diving, no complaining, two teams going for it. No, nobody sitting back. I mean, that—that's if, if you're trying to sell the sport to someone that wasn't into it, that would be the type of game that that would do it. And, and unfortunately, England, Colombia, and there have been too many of these matches uh, of that ilk in the last dozen years. Was was the opposite of that? All right. Uh, thanks for your perspective on that. Um, and by the way, the Japanese fans—they cleaned up their portion of the stadium as well after the game was over. I thought that was pretty cool, too. Uh, let's switch focus to the team that you cover, the Ottawa Senators. You cover them all. You cover that you do the play-by-play for the Red Blacks and the soccer team there, but you you work on the Senators pre- and post-game shows. Um, the, the rumor de jour now is that the Dallas Stars have emerged as a front-runner. Uh, what is it like uh, for Eric Carlson? What is it like right now for Ottawa Senators fan? And you, I know you had an Elizabeth Taylor reference that uh, some people reached out to me, and, and maybe you can explain that to our listeners. <laughs> well, you, you just try and come up with different things every day that uh, that try to explain things. And I guess my Elizabeth Taylor reference was in relation to way uh, relation to the way that uh, that Eugene Melnick has had so many different divorces, right? And you know, it's one thing, and, and the, the first couple of times you think, okay, like Danny Heatley, and, and of course people in Edmonton remember the yeah. Danny Heatley saga, well, as well as any. There was a guy. There was a guy that's having this conversation right now on the air that at no point ever said Heatley was coming to Edmonton. I I was yeah. the guy that was saying this is not getting done, and my source was as gold as you could get. On that one, just just so everybody knew, I knew he was never coming here. So, and I and I would have known the moment he was coming, but he was never coming. But da- it started with Danny Heatley, right? Well, well, in terms of this ownership, yeah, I mean, you, and you think back to that time, and Danny Heatley was public enemy number one in Ottawa, right? And he came back, and it was a big deal. They played Minnesota. Uh, sorry, they obviously was San Jose at the time, and right. he ended up going to Minnesota. And, uh, you know he's getting booed all over the place, and 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 then then you think back. Okay, in the last five years, um, you know Daniel Alfredson, Jason Spezza, Kyle Turris this year, Daniel Alfredson, front office Daniel Alfredson. Um, you know zero leader Tom Anselmi, the president, and you're kind of saying, okay, well, in each of these cases, you could probably, if you just boiled it down to looking at that one case and you and you heard both sides you, you could turn it into a he said she said type of thing but eventually there's one common denominator here and it's kind of like i brought up elizabeth taylor i mean maybe after the first divorce or the second divorce or the fifth divorce you say well you know this, this was his fault or this was her fault or, or whatever but after eight you, you start to look at the one common denominator and unfortunately for ottawa senators fans you know, it's it's not the coaches, it's not the managers. Uh, you know, it, it's it's the owner. And, well, and well, on reality. that note, then wait a sec here. So Alfredson once as a player and then as a uh, in management, does that make him the Richard Burton? <laughs> that's that's what I had said yesterday as well. Yeah, because I mean, Richard Burton was the only two-time husband of <laughs> oh. Elizabeth Taylor. So, 
<laughs> you would so, think you would think after one go around, you'd, you'd probably just go a different direction, and maybe that's what Daniel Alfredson should have done after one go around as an Ottawa Senator, wait until there's new ownership, and you know, hey, he, he said it whether it was on the record or off the record or whatever. I mean, he was he said that this franchise needs uh, a, a new owner here just just months ago. And so that, you so what you're saying is Eugene Melnick is Elizabeth Taylor. On that note, then, is this divorce with Eric Carlson going to hurt the most? Well, I, I guess I guess it depends, right? Like the fans here are looking for some hope, and and here's the thing: like I was at development camp on the weekend, did did the play by play of the scrimmage for Sands TV, and you, you watch the different prospects, and you say, okay, you know, there's, there's some pretty good players here, and and it's easy when you go to development camp. <laughs> and yeah. you see the Brady Kachuks, and you see the Drake Bathersons, and Alex Formantons, and Colin Whites, and and Christian Willanans, and all the different players that are out there to get excited about the fact that you know what, those are pretty good future that they have here. But if it's the same owner, you know how long before those guys are good players? If Eric Carlson goes elsewhere, as we're expecting, and all that, how, how often are we in this situation again with that Brady Kachuk? or Christian Willannon or whoever you might be talking about. So I, I think here's the reality, and Edmonton fans went through it with Peter Pocklington. And I, I went through it as well. Uh, nothing's going to change here until there's new ownership. That, that's the reality. And, you know, the, the fans have had enough, and, and they just want some hope. And, and you know, the, the hope might come in some of those players that I talked about. But, uh, again, if it's the same ownership and, and the same problems going forward, you know, who's to think that, that anything's going to change in, in the future? I mean, what other organization? You know, you think, you think about just, let's forget about all those people I talked about outside of Spezza Carlson and Alfredson. Those are the three top scorers in franchise history. Well, in, in five years, they've alienated all of them. What other franchise can you say that about? I mean, I guess you could say the Edmonton Oilers with what went on from... Paul Cossey in 87, and, and then Gretzky gets traded in 88, and on and on he and sold on, and on. He sold Gretzky and Messier, yeah. though. That yeah. was the issue, right? Like, it wasn't... Yeah. I don't even think to this day, Wayne, I mean, you know, I mean, Pocklington, you can't trust a word the guy says, you know, but the, the fact, I, I still don't think that Wayne hates Peter. Like, I, I can't speak for Wayne on that issue, but he, yeah. you know, Peter made $35 million off those two deals, which at that time was an incredible amount of, well, still is a hell of a lot of money, but here, here I guess, yeah, it, it, it's great. When you put it in that perspective, it really does put things and illustrate the challenges Ottawa has. How does Ottawa win this deal if they make it with Dallas? Who has to be in the trade for Ottawa to at least have a chance to, to come out of it 50-50? <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how you win an Eric Carlson deal, to be honest. I mean, whether it's, da- whether it's Dallas or Vegas or, or Tampa Bay, and, you know, those are the teams that we hear the most that uh, I-, I think, number one, that Eric Carlson would be willing to go there and willing to negotiate a long-term extension um, and-, and three teams that are interested in, in-, in trading for him. So I-, I-, I think here's the thing. If, if you're Ottawa, I think you have to – You'd love to be able to make this trade and, and rip, rip off the Band-Aid, right? Just get rid of it, get rid of the black cloud, and go forward. But if Dallas isn't offering Miro Heiskin and Tampa's not offering 
Braden Point or, or Mikhail Sergachev. Never Come, mind. They're not offering those guys. Well, but the, but that's but here here's the thing. Here's what I'm trying to tell you, Paul. If they're not doing it, then, then why why are you making a trade? Why not just why not just wait and uh, until somebody pays that price? Because if like Eric Carlson, when you watched him play in the playoffs last year in the second half of last year. There isn't a defenseman we've seen play at that level. I don't care. I don't care if you talk about Nick Lidstrom. I don't care if you talk about Pronger, Niedermeyer, whatever. In the last twenty-five years, like he was that dominant. He he took a bad hockey team to within one goal away of the Stanley Cup final. There's not another defenseman on the planet that can even come close to doing that at his best. Whether it's Dowdy, Subban, whatever. So if if you're not willing to give up. A Heiskinen, a Point, uh, a Cody Glass, like tell them to screw off and 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 come back when you're serious. I, I well, guess what, hap- what, what happens if Carlson just plays this thing out, and then the Senators end up in the same position that the Islanders are at right now, where they didn't get anything for Tavares? So, so you're better off getting the same deal that you got, you know, with with a couple of extra players and pieces than what you got for Jason Spezza. You know, that, that, that's basically, I mean, if you're talking about a deal that includes, say, multiple pieces with the Dallas Stars, let's, let's focus on Dallas. And So let's and say get, it's Gurianov and it's Honka, and it's a number one, and it's a number two, and it's, you know, a, another prospect. That's not going to work? Yeah. You don't like? I, I, I don't, it's, it's not going to work the, for the fan base here. Yeah. I don't think it works for the, for the Ottawa Senators. You already have, I just talked about all the prospects they have. They have quantity and prospects. You want quality. And, and to me, that's how – because it's easy to say, well, he's got no leverage here. And that's, that's true to a certain point. But at some point, if you want a guy like – and here's the thing. Eric Carlson, I thought part of the problem last year was he came back too soon from injury. Yeah. And part of the problem last year is when he finally got to full health, he was so mad. And you could see that there, there was so much – I don't know, disconnect between the organization and player that, you know, towards the end of the season, we weren't seeing an Eric Carlson that was giving it his all. So he okay. was a shell of the player that we saw the year before. But, you know, we, we saw flashes of him last year in terms of his health. He's fine. His, his foot is fine. He's going to be a guy. And, and I've talked to, to guys that played with him and talked to guys that, that coached him in the past. He's going to be a guy that, that comes out next year kind of double-barrel middle finger to the Ottawa Senators and says, this is what you're missing. And, and I guarantee you, wherever he ends up next year, he, he's, he's going to play the best hockey of his yeah, life. I agree with that. Norris I agree. So, so if, if you're Dallas and you don't want to give up Heiskanen in a first for that, like, like he could change the Dallas Stars just like that from a team that's a middling team that, that's battling for a playoff spot to a team that, bat, that, that battles for a Stanley Cup. That, that's how good Eric Carlson can be when he plays his best. And I have no doubt he's going to be motivated and healthy enough to do that wherever he goes. All right, AJ, very quickly, because we only got about 40 seconds. It could actually get worse for the Senators, because they don't have their own number one. Yeah. And there's no guarantee they're going to get Duchesne signed long term. Are they going to have to move Matt Duchesne too? It's uh, a great question. 30, sec- 30 seconds or less. Yeah, there's there's so much focus on Carlson 
that it's really hard to know. All indications seem to be that he, he was happy here, and you know that that's saying something given the mess that that he witnessed last year, both on and off the ice. So, um, you know, I, I guess we'll wait and see, right? I mean, that's why he left Colorado in the first place, though, right? Because he, he wanted to go play for a contender. So, is he going to orchestrate that type of move? twice in a row, I, I guess uh, time will tell. I just got an email from uh, Elizabeth Taylor's uh, publicist saying, I know, uh, I, you know, I've known Elizabeth, and uh, allow me to suggest to you that uh, Eugene Melnick is no Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, great stuff, AJ. That's a wonderful comparison. Love it. All right, Bob. Enjoy the song. Hey, who's going to win this thing? I said France from day one. Oh, well, that's, that sucks because I got uh, France too. That makes for bad radio. Yeah, sorry, but they've got they've got the roster to do it. But that side, Belgium, Brazil, France, wow. one of those three. Yeah, it's awesome. Great stuff, AJ. Thanks for your time. All right, cheers. Cheers. It's AJ Jacobic out of Ottawa. It is one fifty one in Edmonton. I want to get to a text. Let's come in from the voice from the past, the Chiseler out of Vegas. Bob, this is probably my final appearance of this season. Uh, Tobias Reader won't be a silver slipper in September. Uh, never in November. Uh, Lucic will let all of you know what important elements are uh, in terms of the context of the Oilers now salary cap moving forward and I hear you uh, clearly were going for the money grab back in the day with the Stony Plain Eagles any truth happy 4th of July from your friends down south we'll wrap up the show when we come back in Oilers now when you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave there's only one place ProAmSports.ca jerseys apparel headwear and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams whether it's the NHL the CFL the NFL MLB or more ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists and if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram you know it's 100% authentic hand signed memorabilia so no matter who you choose for Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. It's 153 in Edmonton. Let's go to this day in Oilers history. Brought to you by New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Looking at going on a river cruise for Europe in 2018. New West Travel has great rates on fabulous cruises. July 4th, 2006, the Oilers signed Marty Reisner. Of course, you recall they traded him at the deadline to the Boston Bruins in a trade for uh, Sergei Samsonov during the 06 uh, playoff uh, run. A deal was made just before the deadline. Uh, Reasoner returned to the Oilers on a two-year deal, reinvented himself as a player. And uh, I wonder whether or not Ryan Strom doesn't become a somewhat similar guy. A third-line center that can check kill penalties and chip in with a little bit of offense. Maybe a little bit higher ceiling still for Ryan Strom. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. We've got great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips. Call a friendly staff at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. All right, Brandon, uh, what's uh, Reed Wilkins got coming up tonight on Inside Sports? He has a Hockey Hall of Famer on the show, Marty St. Louis. Oh, well, there you go. Good get. And uh, Kenny Stafford of the Eskimos, Canadian national men's basketball player Jermaine Bucknor from here, and former Drillers player Martin Dugas. Or is it Dugas? You would know you're a soccer guy. 
I, I think it's Dugas. Dugas, yeah. Uh, Buckner. I remember Jermaine Buckner. He was a talented guy. Did he, I think he played at Richmond for some reason. Now, now I'm going to make you want me to – I want you to look this thing up. Can you look up Jermaine Buckner and see where he played college basketball? For some reason, I thought he played at Richmond. Uh, tomorrow, it'll be Stoffer and Specter for Horse Racing Alberta. Mark will join us every Thursday during the summer here on Oilers Now. Uh, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. It was Richmond for Jermaine Buckner. Yes, well, I, I yeah. knew he was an Edmonton guy. Uh, yeah, Stoffer Inspector for HRA Live Racing Saturdays at Northlands Park. Up next, the global news weather traffic update uh, with the mega-talented Eileen Bell. It's a hard sun, man. Keep it rolling. We'll be back at you tomorrow. Uh, Eileen up next, global news weather traffic, and then 6.30 afternoon news with Shayla Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody. With Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.